There's something else, but yes. All right. With all the business aside, let's read Psalm 108, and then I will pray and we'll jump in. Psalm 108. O God, my heart is steadfast. I will sing and give praise, even with my glory. Awake, lute and harp. I will awaken the dawn. I will praise you, O Lord, among the peoples. And I will sing praises to you among the nations. For your mercy is great above the heavens. And your truth reaches to the clouds. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. And your glory above all the earth, that your beloved may be delivered. Save with your right hand and hear me. God has spoken in his holiness. I will rejoice. I will divide Shechem and measure out the valley of Succoth. Gilead is mine. Manasseh is mine. Ephraim also is the helmet of my head. Judah is my lawgiver. Moab is my water pot. Over Edom I will cast my shoe. Over Philistia I will triumph. Who will bring me into the strong city? Who will lead me to Edom? Is it not you, O God, who cast us off? And you, O God, who did not go out from our armies? Give us help from trouble, for the help of man is useless. Through God we will do valiantly, for it is he who shall tread down our enemies. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, even as we gather here this evening, our hearts rejoice even with the truth that we have just confessed in song, that we do have an anchor in Christ, unmoved by the troubles of this world, unmoved by the fears of our life, the, thing which, the things which would creep up, which would threaten our faith and, and threaten to steal our joy. Yet our hope in Christ is unmoved. And we rejoice in that hope. Heavenly Father, even this evening, there are many troubled hearts as we gather here. There are many burdens on our hearts. And yet I pray that even this evening, we would take comfort and our anchor, our solid rock, our sure hope. Give us peace that passes understanding even as we rejoice. We pray these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Psalm 108 is an interesting psalm. You may see there at the beginning, it says Psalm 108, a song, a psalm of David. And interestingly enough, it's not really an original psalm. In fact, David has taken two other psalms that he has written and he's combined them. Verses 1 to 5 are taken from Psalm 57, verses 7 to 11. And then verses 6 to 13, the end of this psalm, is taken from Psalm 60, verses 5 to 12. And so really what David is doing here in Psalm 108 is he's combining these two psalms. And yet what's interesting is that both Psalm 57 and Psalm 60 start with lament. Where David is, is down, he's in the dumps, and he's struggling. But as he combines those psalms here, he cuts those. He doesn't, he doesn't start in lament. 
Rather, he starts by focusing on the hope of both of those psalms. And so, Psalm 108, verse 1 starts, O God, my heart is steadfast. Right from the beginning, it's a proclamation of of confidence. Even under pressure, regardless of anything else that is going on, my heart is steadfast. I am standing strong, unfazed by what else is going on. I will sing and give praise even with my glory. That phrase there, my glory, it's an interesting phrase. It really means from the very depths of inside of who David is, from all of me. It touches on the fact that he's created in God's image, and so for God's glory, I will praise you. From the very depths of who I am, a song of praise will rise. In fact, David is eager to praise the Lord. And we see that in verse 2. Awake, lute and harp. I will awaken the dawn. I will, I will get up early to praise the Lord. Again, this goes back to the very first verse of this psalm. Oh God, my heart is steadfast. In fact, we see here in verse 2, David's confidence, that steadfastness, is at the beginning of the day. He doesn't know what lies ahead. He has no idea what this day brings. And yet, even at the beginning of the day, before all of that, right, it's one thing to get to the end of a day, when it's been a good day, and to say, God, you're great. Once all the trouble that day is passed, once you have found God's mercy to be new, just like he promised. But David is so confident in God that he rises early to say, God, you are great. Even before the day begins. Because David understands, this is what we'll see throughout the rest of this psalm, that it doesn't matter what that day brings. That does not change who God is. God is worthy of praising regardless of what happens. And so he is eager here. He's eager to to get up and to praise the Lord. It's like a kid on Christmas. They wake up early. They're excited to run downstairs. And see, even this last week, typically kids don't wake up early for school, but Avery was so excited to finally start kindergarten. And our first day was Tuesday, and she woke up early on Tuesday morning. She was eager. She was ready to start the day. David's steadfast heart is eager to praise the Lord. I will praise you, O Lord, among the peoples. I will sing praises to you among the nations. Why? For your mercy is great above the heavens and your truth reaches to the clouds. You see, David knows that the Lord reigns. And he knows that his reign knows no limits. His power knows no boundary. And so David's praise knows no end. Among the peoples, even among the nations, 
to the furthest current corners of this earth, I will praise you. David understands that there's no prison that he can be thrown into beyond the watchful eye of God. There's no corner of the ocean or even of this universe that is outside of the sovereign reign of his God. And so regardless of where I am, not just physically, but even mentally and emotionally, regardless of where I am, I will praise the Lord. I will lift his name. I will rise early with a steadfast heart and sing his praises. My praise will know no end because his mercy knows no ends. It is above the heavens because his truth knows no end. It reaches to the clouds. So be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Your mercy is above the heavens, so be exalted above the heavens. And your glory above all the earth. For you alone are worthy. So in these first five verses, we've seen David's eagerness to praise the Lord, his steadfastness in his heart. We've seen David's audience as he takes this this message of praise, this invitation to the nations. And now we see David's song in verses 6, really to the end. The content of this praise. And note verse 6, that your beloved may be delivered, save with your right hand and hear me. We don't know the exact circumstances of Psalm 108. We know that Psalm 60 60 is written in the context of a a victory of David over Edom. He has been delivered. He has seen that victory of the Lord. Yet there's a confidence here that your beloved may be delivered. There's a present hope and a future deliverance here, a confident prayer that is based on the promise of a faithful God. And you see that even moving into verse 7. How is it that David can be so confident? If he is in a situation where he needs to be delivered, how can he be so confident? How can he rise with a steadfast heart? How can he get up early to praise the Lord? How can this be his perspective? if he's in a place where he needs to be delivered. And what you see in verses 7 and following is that David's confidence in his praise, his confident prayer is based on the promises of a faithful God. Because God has made a promise and he's faithful to those promises. Verse 7 kind of backs up as if God himself is speaking. The idea is, this is what God has said. Therefore, this is what I will trust. This is what God has said. I will rejoice. I will divide Shechem and measure out the valley of Succoth. Gilead is mine. Manasseh is mine. Ephraim also is the helmet of my head. Judah is my lawgiver. 
These are all in the area that God has promised to his people. But he doesn't stop there. He goes on to even talk about the enemies of Israel at this time. Moab is my water pot. Over Edom I will cast my shoe. Over Philistia I will triumph. And the idea is this. That God has promised his people a land. And God will be faithful to that promise. No matter what threat arises, no matter what circumstances they find themselves in, God's people can trust his promises. And that's what we find David here doing in this psalm. He is clinging to that promise of God. God, you said, you said, you promised that that you would give us this land, that you would defend us. So I will cling to that promise. I will rise with a steadfast heart. Verse 10. Who will bring me into the strong city? Who will lead me to Edom? The answer is found in verse 11. Is it not you, O God, who cast us off? And you, O God, who did not go out with our armies? Even there, going back to Psalm 60 in the context... There's a reminder of punishment when the Lord did not go with the, Israel, with the armies of Israel. When they paid that price because of their sin. And yet there's a recognition that that was their fault. There's a recognition here that God is still faithful. That was not a sign that he's gone back on his promise. In fact, even as we saw in Hebrews 12, not that long ago, it's actually a sign. God's discipline is actually a sign of God's love. So here the psalmist comes back to the very same God who had cast them off, who did not go out with their armies. And his trust is still in this God because he recognizes that the problem was not God's unfaithfulness, it was the unfaithfulness of his people. So he's running back now to this faithful God. Therefore, give us help from trouble. For the help of man is useless. That takes my mind back to Psalm 20, verse 7. The psalm where the psalmist says, Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. Some turn to the strength of men and armies, but the psalmist recognizes that they're of no use against a great and powerful God. So verse 13, through God we will do valiantly, for it is he who shall tread down our enemies. You see, verse 13, verses 12 and 13, really the perspective and the confidence of verses 12 and 13 does not exist without the convinced faith of Psalm 108, verses 1 to 5. See, the psalmist rises with a steadfast heart, and he rises early. Why? Because he knows that God is on his side. Because he knows that through God we will do valiantly, for it is he who shall tread down our enemies, because he has made us promises and he is faithful. So, brothers and sisters, may the faithfulness of God 
give confidence to your prayers. May you be able to rise with a steadfast heart regardless of the circumstances in which you find yourself because you understand that all things work together for good for those who love God, who are called according to his purposes. Because you understand that the discipline of God is good. Because you understand that the present suffering is nothing to be compared with what is yours in Christ. The steadfastness of David's heart is based on the faithfulness of God. So as we transition to a time of prayer, number one, pray in faith, remembering the Lord, remembering his promises, and praise him for who he is. Cling to those promises, even as the psalmist does here. Let that give you confidence in your prayer. In fact, that's number two. Remembering that then, pray with confidence, convinced of his faithfulness, of his mercy, of his grace, and of his love. Remember his, his promises. Remember who he is. Praise him for that. And then let that lead you to confidence in prayer, clinging to those promises. With that said, we're going to transition to a time of prayer.